This is the Andrew Lake Podcast, and today we'll be talking about the 90-Day NoFap Challenge. I sincerely hope you enjoy. NoFap is a famous website which people can go to and create a profile on. Usually the pretty standard challenge is 90 days when you're first starting out NoFap. There are a few different conditions and terms, and you can find out all the different variations of the NoFap challenge if you'd like to investigate more. But basically today I'd like to share my own personal experiences and my own personal insights from completing the 90-day NoFap Challenge, which I did, I think, a couple of days ago. I'll have to check my profile. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos on the internet of people speaking about NoFap, sharing their stories, telling you about the benefits, telling you about the ups and the downs, what can happen, what can't happen. And it is definitely the case that when you start NoFap, especially cold turkey, your libido can do a lot of very interesting and strange things. It can be very frustrating, it can be very challenging, and it can be very difficult. And it's quite often that people relapse and they have to have a few goes at getting into the swing of the NoFap challenge so that they can first finally complete the 90-day NoFap challenge. That was definitely the case for me. I've definitely had long stretches where I've done the NoFap challenge sort of unofficially, but there have also been times when I've been very frustrated, very impulsive, and very undisciplined with my actions. So it's seen often as a journey, as a process, as something that takes time to unfold, it takes practice. And in my case, I think things became a lot easier when I was meditating and I had good healthy diet in place and I was exercising regularly and reading books on more important things like higher consciousness books and psychology books. And it was really all these things coming together that made the process of NoFap just one extra thing that was a positive thing in my bag of tricks. Now, some people report slipping into higher states of consciousness while meditating because of the NoFap challenge. And it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is that gives the opportunity to step into higher states of consciousness, because usually people who are working on those things are working on a variety of things. And this is what's so hard about sharing a NoFap story, is that there's lots of different complicated factors, and it's very hard to actually pinpoint the actual cause of a improvement in one's life. I did experience all the things that people talk about when they talk about NoFap, increased energy, better sleeping patterns, better digestion, more confidence, better clarity of thought, 
And the list goes on and on of the positives that people ascribed to NoFap. But I really find it hard to differentiate what it is that gives the results that we get. My attitude has always been, try everything that you can. Why doubt something and why not do something if there's a high chance it's going to work? And NoFap is one of those things. If it's going to work and there's a huge amount of people talking about the benefits, there's probably a good chance that it's going to work. Now, if NoFap is your only good positive habit, then it's going to be really hard and you're not going to get too much of a positive result that is noticeable. It's a subtle result. It's a gradual result. So if you have a bad diet, you've got all these impulsive habits, you don't sleep well, and you've got maybe a coffee drinking addiction, and there's all these sort of impulsive, high stimulant sort of things in your life, and then you go into the NoFap challenge, it's going to be it's going to be hell. It's going to be absolutely difficult for you. Near impossible. But if you have a meditation practice and you're having a vegetarian or vegan diet or some other form of healthy diet and you're reading books and you're taking time to process your life, you're doing your journal or other subtle forms of self-improvement or personal development, then the NoFap journey or the NoFap process might really be able to help you as it has for me. I created a profile on the NoFap website because I was looking for somewhere to track my days. So it's much easier to have an automatic tracker so you don't have to think about tallying up each day. And also it helps to have a little bit of a community around you of other people encouraging you. Now, it is a little bit cheesy and it is a little bit solipsistic to be sitting online talking about other people and their NoFap journey. It gets to be a little bit weird sometimes, to be honest. But then again, what's the problem with having a simple community? What's the problem with having a little bit of encouragement every now and then? Because we do need a little bit of encouragement every now and then. And if where you get that is from an online forum or a website, then who am I to judge? Who am I to put you down? Why would you want to take that away from someone? It is also a little bit weird to be standing up and talking about the NoFap challenge and sharing the challenge and the personal insights that people have. And it does take quite a bit of I'd say, well, it's hard to put into words. I don't know if courage is quite strong enough. Well, courage might be too strong a word, but it does take something to be able to speak openly about this process because it is a little bit private. It is a little bit, it's a little bit close to home. But more and more people are getting out there and sharing their story. And if you get yourself involved in the community, then it really does help to be able to open up to the freeness of being able to speak about these sorts of things. It is actually also possible to go the other way with it and actually go too far and become really confident and become overly aggressive in how you share your story about NoFap. If you 
end up achieving a NoFap challenge like 90 days or something like that, then you can end up thinking, well, I can do it, so anyone should do it. So why don't you just stop doing what you're doing? I know what you're doing. Just stop jerking off. Just stop being a wanker. It's so important. Everyone should do it. And that's really a activism that appears, well, activism appears in any stage of going through a new attitude or a new change. And activism in itself is probably a conversation we have to save for another day. But if you are doing the NoFap challenge, just be aware that it is possible to come along to a certain point in your journey and feel a sense of self-righteousness, feel a self feel a sense of being better than other people. But you're really not because we're all in this together. And what people need is to be encouraged. They need to be told that it's okay to talk about these things. They need to be told that it's okay to try different things. They don't need to be battered over the head and beaten into submission. So the question is, now that I've made it 90 days, should I treat myself? (laughs) Should I start it again or should I keep going? Should I keep it going? Of course, the question is, or the answer that I've come up with is, yes, of course, I should keep going. And I don't really feel the need. It doesn't really, it doesn't really come over me like this strong craving. There's no deep impulse. Now, impulse is something that needs to be understood quite carefully because if you repress an impulse, that can cause more problems. So allowing energy to flow, and this is where we get into our new age woo-woo stuff when we talk about the energy flowing within us, understanding how that works and having an experiential relationship to it is how we understand impulse. So I don't feel the impulse, but I do feel the energy. So it's not as though I don't have libido spikes. We all have those at different times, even though when you're not in a relationship or you're celibate or you're doing the NoFap challenge, what happens is your libido evens out and there are times when you become very dormant. So you don't have as many testosterone spikes, or at least they don't appear in the way that they normally would if you were having regular sex or you are not on a NoFap challenge. So it's important that you really learn to recognize your relationship to a feeling. And the feeling is of a burst of energy. It's a, it's a vibrancy. It's feeling like you have to do something. You have to move your body. And how you respond to that can be either restraining yourself or you can act out the action that you feel that the feeling is giving you towards or it's pushing you towards. But there's actually a third option. The third option is allowing the energy, allowing the feeling without acting out on it. And that's a subtle difference. That's an important difference. And you really can't understand this unless you have a daily meditation practice. It's just about impossible 
to really get your head around what I'm saying. Like if you're not meditating every day, then what I've been saying for the last four minutes has probably been straight over your head and you have no idea what's going on. You've probably tuned out by now. But if you have a daily meditation practice, then you can understand this trilogy, this distinction, because you've got the repression of a feeling, you've got the acting out of a feeling, or you've got the witnessing of a feeling, or you've got the allowing of a feeling. So when you're repressing the feeling, there's an impulse coming up inside your body, there's a energy inside your body, or there's a buzz, and that is something that you don't like. You're trying to say, stop, stop, stop. There's a stress in your mind saying, this isn't good. Get away from it. Tell me how I don't do this. Stop this, stop this, stop this. So this is quite common when you're first starting out on the NoFap challenge because you'll get this huge testosterone spike, which you're used to responding to in action. And now you're trying to change the action. So you're trying to repress it. You're saying, you're trying to repress it. You're trying to say, no, to stop it, stop it. That's repression. Does that description of repression resonate with you at all? Can you see how that's repression? That's restriction. You've also got just the straight acting out of the feeling. So usually if you're not on the NoFap challenge, you just give into it. You're just doing the most logical action response to your feeling. Now you can replace your action with something else. So when you have a testosterone spike and you're doing the NoFap challenge, you might say, well, instead of jerking off, why don't I go and ride a bike or chop some wood or do a gym workout or any other number of things, which is a gross action, physical action with the body, which will then replace my reaction to the feeling. And when you're starting out, I think that's actually a good way to segue into NoFap. That might be a good halfway house, a good step for it. But the third option is really where you want to get, which is where you're allowing the feeling and you're fully experiencing the feeling. So that would mean your testosterone spike comes along and you let it happen to you. And what happens when that happens, or at least what I've found, is it actually becomes more intense. It becomes more powerful. And if you have a important, if you have a more intricate way or a more nuanced way of interpreting this feeling, which is how you think about the feeling, then you can say that it's possible to experience that feeling as a positive energy. Well, one way of looking at it is to say, well, you're having an orgasm, but you're not acting it out. So you're feeling the feelings, but you're just disconnected from the external situation. You're not reliant on the external situation or the action. You also need to make sure that you're allowing the energy to flow through all parts of the body. So usually when we're impulsive and we're not very aware of how we feel and how our thoughts and our actions are connected, feelings arise in one part. They're very isolated. They're concentrated. And they're just in that one part. It's just that one little thing that is having the feeling. 
But when you open up to allowing feelings and expanding energy and allowing things to flow through your body, then you have that same feeling, but all over. It's going up and down and in and out and all every which way you can imagine. But to get to that point, you have to have a good amount of understanding and experience with your body. You have to have a meditative practice that has been worked on to become more aware of what it means to have isolated parts of the body and the whole body as a one thing. So that's something to get get your way into. The other thing that's important to remember is that semen takes bodily energy to replace or any sort of sexual fluid or energy takes takes energy it takes a process to replace within your body not only that but your body is conditioned to run a process depending on how often it has to update it so let's pretend let's pretend for example let's use the analogy of a computer let's say that every time you turn on your computer a certain piece of software runs And that piece of software has to run before other pieces of software run. So it's the startup software. It's the morning wake up software. Now, if your computer does that every day, every time you turn it on, then the other programs won't run until they know that they have the startup program running and completed. But if you remove one of the startup programs or the programs that run when it starts up, it might not even be necessary to run that startup program. You might just need to turn it on. Then what will happen is these other programs will say, oh, look, we can't run yet because the startup program hasn't run, but today it hasn't run for some reason. Something's gone wrong. So I'm not going to start straight away once the computer's on. Then, in a couple of days, when you've been doing this over and over again, you've been turning your computer on and your startup software hasn't run, all your other programs might say, well, look, this startup program, it never runs anymore once it gets turned on. This must mean we can just run straight away as soon as the laptop's on or as soon as the computer's on. And then they'll be like, hmm, okay, let's try this. The next day, they'll turn the computer on and then the other software programs will just run straight away. And they'll say, hmm, we can do this on a more regular basis. And that means that we can start to run programs that we never have time to run because of that old startup software that we always used to have to run. Now, this will take some time because programs have to learn to trust that other programs won't be run. So that means there's a a building process, and this this is basically how your body works. I'm trying to use this analogy of the computer and the software of learning how to run the software at different times and trusting that non useful software won't get in the way of it. So I hope that offers up a little bit of analogy about how your body works and how it takes time to develop the process 
and other processes build on other processes, which is why 90 days is usually standard for the NoFap challenge. So ultimately, what is the point of NoFap? Well, does it really work? First of all, we know that it works in at least some way. Does it do all the things that it says it does? Well, there's only one way to find that out, and that is to try it for yourself, because your conditions will be different to others, and so your context might get different results to other people. But it's pretty obvious that there's at least some positive, there's some proven positive that comes from NoFap, so at least trying it is a good place to start. Give anything a shot at least once. And what is the ultimate point? What is the thing that we're really going for? Well, it's for a sustained understanding in the relationship between our feelings, our thoughts, and our experiences, and our actions. It sounds very Buddhist when we put it that way. Right thought, right words, right action leads to right experience, or something like that. And the way we can do that is by eliminating the things that really just get in the way of all those things. Because fapping, I mean, it does, it gets in the way of your emotions. It also gets in the way of your thoughts. It also gets in the way, it's, it's also an action. So it's, a, it's something that's really connected to all parts of what's going on with your personal experience, your subjective experience. And ultimately, we want to get to this point where we can have really powerful experiences, explosive inner ecstasy without being reliant on impulsive actions. We want sustained understanding of them. We want regular bouts of inner ecstasy. And I think NoFap is a crucial step in that, along with diet and meditation and reading and eliminating those other bad habits that we all have. So that's been my testimony. That's been my thoughts on the NoFap Challenge. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll be back soon with more. And I hope you're having a beautiful day. Sounds like it's starting to rain. It's starting to rain where I am. Not sure if you can hear that. This world goes over my head. I can't keep up with what's being said.